handoff to Jonathan oh. Taylor. Hughes hole. He's at the 30. He's going to go. 10, 5, touchdown. Jonathan Taylor made a man miss the line of scrimmage and then runs it into Pater. And a one-handed INT. Are you kidding me? Kenny Moore. What a play by Naheem Hines. What is going on, Colts Nation, and welcome back to another episode of the Bring the Juice Colts podcast. We are continuing looking at the upcoming Colts free agents, talking about the key ones that we are kind of debating whether or not to bring them back. We're giving both our takes on, you know, positives and negatives of both guys. We're staying with the offense, talking about another tight end, Mo Ali Cox today. So Mo Ali Cox. Uh, this se- this next season, he's a restricted free agent. So if you're not familiar with what that is, basically what happens is Moali Cox is free to negotiate when free agency period starts with any other team, but the Colts have a chance to match any offer another team would make, uh, offer a tender to him there. So uh, just if you're curious about that. But anyway, Moali Cox, 28 years old, tight end, very big, over six foot, six six, about 270 pounds around there. Very big tight end, very big frame. He's been with the Colts ever since, I believe you said 2017, Derek. So mm. he's been in the system for a good amount of time. Former basketball player, played at VCU. So, uh, you know, he's in that kind of Jimmy Graham type of mold, right? Those kind of guys that are converted, didn't really play football before then. So it's been a lot of learning for Mo Alley Cox the last couple of years. Seems like, especially last year, it's starting to click a little bit for him. Obviously, the, the receiving yards won't tell the whole story. But we saw for Moali Cox, he started to get a little bit more confident in his receiving game, right? He's got all the physical tools. Now he's starting to understand the game a little bit more. Uh, so, Derek, why don't you give us your first pro on why you'd potentially bring back Moali Cox for the 2021 season and beyond? Well, I think the biggest reason why I would want to have Moali Cox back is just with untapped potential that I still believe is there. I think a lot of Colts fans have kind of said the same thing. You know, we talked a little bit in the Trey Burton video about Trey Burton taking away some snaps from Mo Ali Cox when I think Mo Ali Cox could really, really use some of those snaps to where in the red zone that could help us and, you know, out in the middle of the field. I just think Mo Ali Cox is one of those guys that, you know, giving more snaps and showing what he was able to do last year to help this offense when it was struggling. I just think that Mo Ali Cox is in that situation now where, you know, he can still be utilized in a lot of different ways that we just haven't used him yet. Mm, yeah. And with that potential, I think you can talk about this, you know, just the mere size of this guy. I mean, we saw how many times did we see Derek where he just would snatch a ball over a defender's head. He's just so much bigger than everybody else. Exactly. Uh, so that, you know, talking about that raw potential, it's there for him, man. Uh-huh. It's there. He's got it. He's starting to figure it out a little bit. You know, a couple of years later after he was, you know, signed initially by the team, seems like now it's starting to click on with him. Um, yeah. And then for the second point why I would probably bring Mo Ali Cox back is kind of similar to what I said with Trey Burton, but it's just the system familiarity. He's been with the Colts for years now, 2017. So he's seen two different systems, right? With the Chuck Pagano system and then now the Frank Reich system. He's kind of seen both of them. He's been in the Reich system a lot longer, obviously. And uh, he has a lot of familiarity with, you know, now Carson Wentz going to be your quarterback. It's good to have guys who know the system right away. 
So I think that that kind of makes my second point. He's just familiar with this team and with this offense. I think he goes really well with Carson Wentz as well. Wentz has been a pretty tight end friendly kind of uh, quarterback, especially in the red zone. And I think Molly Cox could really use something like that because, you know, Phillip Rivers liked to hit Molly Cox in the red zone as well a couple times this last season. So I think, you know, you're going from one tight end friendly quarterback to another. I just think that would be so useful for Molly Cox and, certain RPOs and stuff like that. I think it'd be great for an option for him. And, you know, the other positive reason I could think of is, you know, I, I don't know if anybody's really going to want to pay Molly Cox that much. Cause you know, we saw his production increase, but I don't know if a lot of teams will want to throw a lot of extra money out at him. So, you know, there's the possibility to, and I don't even know if Molly Cox really wants to go anywhere else. It just depends on how the tight end room goes. Right. But it, I just think it wouldn't be too difficult to uh, re-sign him, basically. Yeah, I think he, he, you know, that's the beauty of like our tight ends. Like they're solid, but like nobody's going to like go overpay them. Nobody really typically overpays tight ends. Like you overpay a quarterback, you overpay, a uh, defensive player, whatever it is. It seems like tight ends normally, you can get them at pretty reasonable prices. And I definitely agree with you. I think that is why, you know, the Colts could bring him back. But hey, what's up, guys? I want to take a pause from the video to talk about our sponsor for this video, Manscaped. Now, Manscaped is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineering tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million worldwide. And we have an exclusive offer for you, our listeners. 20% off plus free shipping with the code BTJ at manscaped.com. I'll say it again with code BTJ at manscaped.com. And Derek, Manscaped hooked both you and I up with some pretty cool tools, right? I know you have one there. I have a couple here to, to keep it fresh down there. But Derek, I can't tell you, man, how many times, you know, you've been down there, you've been shaving, you're trying to figure that stuff out. And it's the worst. Uh, it's the worst, man. It is. And Manscaped worst. definitely is a great resource there to, to help you have confidence moving forward, man, and doing that. I know it's never fun, uh, but Manscaped yeah, exactly. makes it a little bit more bearable. Well, thankfully, Cody, I've not had any issues when it comes to that yet. Thanks to Manscaped. <laughs> and the best thing that I've had with that was the Lawnmower 3.0. It's the new device that helps you. It's the third generation trimmer featuring a cutting ceramic blade that helps to keep you from having accidents down there. The best thing for your grooming experience. It also comes with an LED light. Helps you mm. to make sure you see where you're going. Obviously, you need that. And it's also waterproof. I don't have any water on me right now, but I would definitely show you. Helps with your shower and grooming experience. Makes it so much easier. Obviously, don't use it on your face. That's just nasty. I'm just letting y'all know that now. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do Don't it. do that. Also, guys, with your package that you would also get comes with a lot of other things that you would need to help with your grooming experience. You have Preserver and Reviver to help with the family jewels to make sure everything is fresh. And also Manscaped throws in a bunch of other things, including boxer briefs and a travel to go bag for to be able to bring your stuff on the road with you. Believe me, your balls will thank you. 
Cody, tell them how you, uh, again how they can get started with their Manscaped experience. Absolutely. So 20% off and free shipping using the code BTJ, stands for Bring the Juice, BTJ at manscaped.com. Again, that's 20% off shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code BTJ. Unlock your confidence and always have the right tools with Manscaped. Thank you to all of you, including Manscaped, for sponsoring this video. Be sure to check them out, guys, and enjoy the video. Let's talk about a few negatives here. Uh, Derek, what's your first negative on why you would not bring back Mo Cox? Well, I mean, it kind of goes off of the positive where I said I didn't think it would be that much to uh, bring him back. You know, with him being so uh, inexperienced in a lot of ways when it comes to playtime, I think that if somebody were to actually go ahead and try to get an offer for him, would the Colts want to budge on that kind of offer? Right. I mean, I don't, you said with him being restricted free agent, we get to match that offer. Right. Well, you know, I, I don't really think that the Colts would want to match an offer that, you know, if somebody's going to pay him $10 million over, you know, the next three years to be their tight end. I just don't think that the Colts are really going to do that, you know, mm. cause I, I don't think that, I don't think Molly Cox is worth over $10 million currently. I mean, he could right. become that way, but we're just not seeing that right now. So I think that's ultimately what I was thinking there for that first reason. Yeah. And I think leading to my second reason here, we talked about, right. Kind of the untapped potential. I think we can kind of, it's funny. Cause like, it seems like a lot of these pros can turn into cons too. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. So looking at that, you're talking about the untapped potential, well, how much potential is there still to untap, I guess, with Mo Alley Cox? Like, we have the physical, we see the physical, and we're like, oh my goodness. But, like, you know, and the guy kind of turned it up a little bit more, but we're like, can he be, we say he could be tied in number one. But for me, it's like, I can't go there until I see him put up those numbers consistently. Right. And so, like, how much more are the Colts willing to kind of wait on him to develop into their number one tight end? That's kind of my question. And, like you said, like, if you're paying him, that kind of money, like say a team offers and you do that, like, is it worth that? And so mm-hmm. like, I guess it's just kind of like, is he going to fully put it together? Like he's put together, put together a good amount, but there's still a good amount to get to. So is he going to fully put it together and be a complete tight end? That's kind of my question as well. I mean, he's, he's 28. So he's getting a little bit older now, not old, but he's still getting a little bit older, getting closer to 30. Like there, there are some questions there. Like when does he, when do you kind of like, decide okay he's reached his ceiling or he's still got a lot to go like where is the fine line there for me that's a big question in my opinion yeah and you know when it comes to that kind of argument kind of piggyback off another one it's just how much how much time do you invest in it or do you just go with somebody else right because you know it, it that's the problem a lot with this tight end room is we have a, a bunch of guys that fit into the way the Colts want to run their system, but nobody that's really that explosive just yet. We have guys that can make plays, but none of them really take the, take the door off of somebody else. Like, you know, I mean, Tampa Bay has Gronk and the uh, 49ers have Kittle. The uh, chiefs have Kelsey. And, you know, it's just a couple other guys that I can mention that, you know, you could throw in there, but you know, there's just really not a tight end that in this room right now, and that includes Molly Cox, that really is a 
game planner for opposing defenses to have to deal with. And that's kind of been the issue with this whole tight end room is, you know, they, they run really well with the system that we want, that we'd like to run, but they just never really pose a giant threat to a lot of different teams out there. Yeah. And you kind of look at some of those uh, AFC teams, like you didn't even mention Mark Andrews, who's a very good tight end. Like some of the AFC teams, they have some very dominant tight ends and the Colts just don't have that. They have some solid tight ends, but they don't have their number one guy. And so the question is like, is Mo Ali Cox going to be that? And how much longer can you afford to wait on him? Or do you just go address it, right? Do you just get your guy? And like it's more of a sure thing type of thing, not just potential, but actually production as well. So uh, I definitely agree with you there. I think that's something the Colts are going to have to weigh with bringing Molly Cox back. But I think we're pretty much on the same page. Like we'd like to bring him back. We still think there's some potential there to tap into. He's starting to show a little bit more in the receiving end, like I mentioned. So, uh, well, what do you guys think? What do you, what do our listeners think? Would you guys like to bring Molly Cox back? I think it's pretty likely the Colts probably will, Derek, if I'm guessing. If you're holding a gun to my head and saying, are the Colts going to bring him back? I'm saying, yeah, they're going to bring him back. Uh, but yeah, I'd like to hear your guys' thoughts. Like, do you, would you want to bring Molly Cox back? If so, what kind of deal would you want to give him? How many years? I want to hear all that stuff from you guys. Derek does as well. But thanks, guys, for tuning in so much. We really appreciate it. And as always, go Colts. Yeah.